today the episode is coming to you live from Wrightsville Beach. Hello. I have met this beautiful, intelligent, wise, playful, fun, creative, magical, yes, little girl. And her name is Bella. Bella, Isabella, and she is nine years old. Is nine years old. And in fifth grade. And in fifth grade, she just got into the school of her dreams. Yes, she's excited about that. And we were in the ocean and we saw two jellyfish. Pretty cool. They Pretty. have a gradient of like going to purple and mm. then like lavender and then white and then rose and then yes. magenta and then full right pink. Yes. It was so pretty. And then so we pretty. saw fish and I'm not sure what it was, but maybe it was a stingray. It was something in the wave. It just, it came to the surface and then it dove down. Mm -hmm. It was cool. What's your favorite part about the ocean? Well, I believe that, I know I said that nature is constantly reminding you that it wants to kill you, but I still believe that nature can be not as cruel sometimes. And so I love the ocean and I think it's a beautiful thing. And I find it amazing that it stretches out for miles and miles and mm -hmm. it looks like it has no end. Mm -hmm. And all the animals that live there, we should do our best to try to not harm them because, I mean, we're the ones invading their home, but it's okay because I think that a lot of people are good. And I believe that we can all spread good in this world. Beautiful. Thank you. Your mind is beautiful. Thank you. So is your hair. <laughs> <laughs> But I've always dreamed of making the world a better place. And if you can, try. It's mm -hmm. having a little bit extra good in this world won't do us any harm whatsoever. We could all use happiness every day. You know, there are people that aren't as lucky as others. And there are people that are sick or are homeless or have lost everything in their life. And, you know, those are the people that sometimes can get really sad mm -hmm. and I bet they want a little bit of joy in their day, so maybe we should try to make that happen. Maybe give them, I don't know, a home. Mm -hmm. And if it's a child, give them a family. Mm -hmm. Even if it's not a child. Just What's... give them somebody to love and somebody to hug when they're sad. Absolutely. The power of a hug is so, so potent. Yes. <laughs> it's so powerful. What's your favorite way to spread joy? My favorite way to spread joy is, well, it depends where I am. If I'm at school, well, I don't really tell many people this, but you, I'm going to tell you. So I go to therapy, and since I'm emotionally very weak, and I need help, and I know other people do too, and she and my, and my person who will remain unknown... It has said so many amazing things to me. I can tell you one mm -hmm. later, but it's just I've learned some, a lot of things from her. And she told me that it's great to spread joy to the world. And I try whenever I can. So if I'm at school and somebody is sad, I tell them what people think of you doesn't matter. What you think of yourself matters yes. and what you do, not what you look like, not what you sound like, not what you talk like. But what you do and who you are yes. only matters because 
looks and sounds and beauty, all of that will go away one day. For example, if yesterday you could see and today you became blind, mm. it would definitely make a difference in your life. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're blind, but it's still always, there's always a silver lining and you just, you have to, in some situations, you have to work a, extra hard to find it because some situations it seem like it seems like there is no joy but there always is mm. people deep down inside even if they say no 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 it's fine you don't have to get it from me they know sometimes that they just don't need it they just they need somebody to hug somebody to help them when they're sad or at least know that their kids are safe and that they're warm and that they're not hungry you are so wise beyond your years you mentioned going to therapy and I commend you for that I think therapy is amazing it's a good thing to be involved in Thank and you. you said emotionally you feel weak but not no. I feel but I am I can't talk to people I can't. That's okay. I can't tell people. I feel like blank. Mm -hmm. I can't say that. When people ask me, it feel like it feels like I'm in an ocean, like we're about to be now, mm -hmm. and it feels like I'm stuck. And the only way out is talking to them or running away. But the exit is blocked. Oof. And oof. I have to figure out how to talk to them or pick out that exit, which I can't really do because, I mean, it's locked. So I only have to talk to them, and that can be really hard, even if it's just a weird topic or something that happened at school or kids said inappropriate things, and they and my parents want to know, and I feel nervous to tell them because it's weird and gross. I still have to talk to them, and they won't force me to talk. But it's important that people know what kind of situation they're in so you're sorry you're in so they can help you in any way they can exactly and i think that there is so much strength in being able to open and even if you can't put your feelings into words just acknowledging that it is okay for me to have these feelings. You don't have to try to run away from the feelings, but to actually just say, okay, I feel this. I know that I'm feeling this right now in this moment. I'm not going to hate myself because I'm feeling it. I'm not going to say it's bad for feeling it. Emotions are okay. Yeah. Everybody has them. Okay. Let's say that their friends stole their candy pretty lame situation but it can make some people really angry because like mm -hmm. they might think that's really unfair mm -hmm. but instead of screaming at them and expressing your anger at them and i don't know like throwing objects at them being mean rude saying snarky things yeah. just say okay look i don't really like how you took my candy i know you already ate it and that's okay. I hope you enjoyed it. But next time, is it okay if you don't do that? And it's okay that you did. I'm just saying, next time it'd be my preferred option that you don't eat my candy. 
Exactly. I can give you a piece. You could have just asked me and I would have given you one. Mm-hmm. And when I say, say that, I'm not saying like, you didn't have to take it. I could have just given you one. You don't talk like that. You say it gently and calmly and you don't just, you don't put your anger on them. You don't vet, vent your emotions on them because you're angry. Instead, the better way to do it is talk it out and then if it's really something way worse, some things might not be fixed immediately. You might have to rebuild trust with somebody or you might have to stay away from them for a while to make sure you don't scream at them or whatever it may be, but it's always better to just let it out, but not on the person you're mad at. Mm -hmm. For example, when I'm mad, I go to my notebook in my room and I write in my diary, or I get a piece of paper and I write whatever I'm feeling, even if it's horrible, like it has curses in it or whatever it is. I write it, I read it over and over again and think, emotion, 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 this emotion, let's think what we can do to not feel that way. And I come up with a solution. Mm. And then I read it and I go over the solutions and then I rip it up because what's in the past is in the past. Past does not stay in the present. Future is the future. Present is present. Past is past. It's okay to remember the past, but just don't live in it. In my um, therapist office there was a little thing that she told me it wasn't her telling me actually it was a piece of paper it had it was printed out I can I don't remember it word for word but I remember most of it here here is what it is when you need someone to hug come to me I'll hold you and make sure that nothing can get to you life can be hard it can hurt it can sting you it can make you feel pain. It can make you lose people. It can make you sick. It can do anything to you. But again, when you need someone to come to, come to me. I'm your safe home. I'm safe. You can come to me and I won't be mad at you. Another thing is, love doesn't die. People do. So when I die, and all is left in me is love, spread me to as many people as you can, because the world may need it one day. Mm-hmm. The world definitely needs you. That's what the paper said. And everybody is special in their own way, and it's beautiful how people can do things, and people can say things, and some people they're just they're so talented that whatever you do you know you're gonna be okay like my therapist her job is to take on people who need help or are sad or depressed or they have depression depress, depression there we go i can't speak today she helps those people and you don't have to be a therapist to do that You can be anybody. I'm not a therapist. I help people. I don't have to be trained 18 years. I can still talk to people. It doesn't matter if you do well. It doesn't matter if you fail. It just matters that you tried. It matters that you put effort into it and you just 
and you don't just say, okay, this person is feeling sad, I'm gonna give them a lollipop, hooray, everything is fine. No, a lollipop or candy or just I'm, I'm sorry for you won't make things better. And words, ever heard of the pen is mightier than the sword? Words can have a good effect and a really bad effect on people. And so instead of having a bad effect on people, how about we try a good effect? Make people feel wanted and loved. So, you know what I believe the greatest gift is that you can give to someone else? Happiness. Listening. If you listen fully without speaking, just open to receiving what the words that are being said to you that person wants to talk about their feelings talk about their thoughts all these things if you can fully 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 just listen without having to speak then they feel like they're wanted and that and they're people heard. want to listen to them mm-hmm. they know they have someone to talk to someone yeah. to run to when they need to cry yeah it's okay to cry too It's okay to cry, and it's okay to feel the way you do. But just, I want everybody who's listening to this to remember that no matter what situation you're in, or no matter what situation your best friend or your mom or your dad or anybody is in, I want you to remember these five things. One, there is always happiness in any situation. Two, you can always help somebody even just by listening or telling them everything is going to be okay. Mm -hmm. Just four words can fix somebody. Not the situation, but they can fix them. Make them feel happy again. Mm -hmm. And if they're happy, great. If they're sad, make them happy again. And three, I also want everybody to remember that Not everybody is treated the way that others are. Some people are outcasts. Others don't have that nice of a life. Maybe somebody's an orphan. Maybe your parents are divorced like mine. Maybe you have to go to boarding school. I don't know. Whatever your situation is, just find somebody to talk to. So I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. When you are all alone and you are feeling really low, really sad, how do you make yourself more happy? When no one is around to, to help you with that process. Well, one thing I do is I say, you know, This is a really painful situation, and I know it. I'm in it, and I understand, but everything will be okay. And sometimes I say, okay, what can I do to forget these worries temporarily or make them go away just for a little while so I can do something happy? Mm -hmm. Or, I don't know, I can do something without being without being forced to think you messed up you are a horrible person here's what i do number one i sing 
What was that? I sing. And you got a beautiful voice on you too. Thank you. I might sing at the end. Please. Okay. Fine. But <laughs> it's just I sing, and this is weird, but whatever I'm going through or whatever is hurting, or if I'm in pain, I sing that the pain will eventually go away. That pain is not forever, and that sadness is not forever, and that everybody is different, and that's okay. Or I sing about whatever is hurting, or from, I don't know, just whatever the situation is. And then I sleep. Sleep a long time without waking up <laughs> Me straight. too, me too. Just, I can dream happily, <laughs> I can dream, and sometimes, this is weird, but sometimes when I'm in a bad situation, I get nightmares. It's basically the situation is tormenting me, mm -hmm. and I don't like that. And so I try my best to think about happy thoughts. And my mom, I know you said what happens when nobody's near me, but my mom always tells me after something happens, tomorrow's a new day. Today is today, tomorrow is tomorrow, it's a new day. Yes. You can always make changes and you can always do s stuff to change the situation. You can always do that, but you just have to try. Mm -hmm. and again, tomorrow is a new day. So don't think about it as the same day. Think about it as a new one because it is. And that always makes me feel better. It's just yeah. very simple. But whenever it comes from somebody you love or somebody that appreciates you, it always means more than it sounds. True. It's definitely amazing to me. Well, that's the end of today's podcast because I have to go and put on sunscreen. <laughs> have a nice day. Bye. Okay, Isabella, what have you learned in your nine years of life? Okay. I have learned that... To build someone or an animal's trust, you kind of have to just take it slowly. You can't be like, come up to a person and say, hi, I like your hair, so now we're besties and we totally trust each other, okay? You can't do that. You have to slowly take it step by step. Like, hi, my name is blank. I am blank years old. Like that, and you have to slowly get to know each other. A lot of people just, rush into relationships deep or not deep or just a friendship it's kind of just a lot of people rush into it and say okay now we are officially besties that's not how it works you can't really do that and i've learned that sometimes the most quiet people are sometimes the most adventurous and amazing and i've learned that Yes, the world is dangerous, and it has many horrible things in it, but it's always great to explore and go to new places. And I've also learned that there are so many good people in this world, so you can't really judge a book by its cover. You can't meet one person and think, okay, Susie Ann is horrible. The rest of the world must be horrible because there are so many people like Suzanne. No. Just because Suzanne is horrible doesn't mean that her friend Jillian is horrible or whatever it may be. It's, and it's just, those good people, you can't judge them because of the others. 
if certain people are bad, certain people are, oh, look at that tide. Certain people are bad, but a lot of people are good too. And I feel like we just have to recognize that and take into notice how people do things. And if they, if they have nice manners and if they're kind and if they're willing to help. Like a good friend or a good person would say, okay, that man, um, his daughter is sick. Okay, let's just say that's the situation. Let's give him a donation. Somebody else might say in a di different situation, ugh, that man's daughter is sick. Whatever. He, he's poor. Can't even afford it anyway. They don't try to do anything to help. They just, they sit there and watch on the sidelines and not get in the game and say, I'm gonna help you. If the batter gets hurt, they don't rush out into the game. They sit there and take into notice. They don't, but they don't jump in as the secondary doctor. Sorry, the tide is amazing up here. Whoa! Whoa, we're all the way up here and it reached us! Whoa! That was amazing! Pause the podcast for a second, not in real time, but... That came up here because it knew you were on to something. <laughs> it was like, I want a piece of that. Like, yes, let's confirm Just her. like, hmm, messengers, come on, come yes. on, let me get a piece of this. What's she saying? So I have another question for you. Sure. You talked about trusting people. Mm-hmm. Remember when we were in the ocean and we were talking about life, kind of? And, yeah. And how to trust that the that life is not here to hurt you like the ocean is not here to kill you right it's here to let you take in its beautiful scenes and it's so beauty. so how do you cultivate or how do you create a sense of trust with the life happening around you or do you trust life happening around you depends on what it is if it's nature i know it can be unpredictable but i trust it more than people if it's people Sadly, ever since I was very little, I've lost my trust in a lot of people, and it's very hard for me to gain someone's trust, and it's very hard for me to trust them. And that's not a good thing. It's really sad. That's not, and I'm not throwing myself a pity party because I could care less. I just have to work really hard to get someone's trust. But before the podcast ends, I would love if you're comfortable to sing. Oh my to gosh. the audience. Sure. Okay. Sure. Any if song. it's horrible, just pause it. She thinks it's good. I think it's okay. So I'm trying to live up to be famous. So if you're listening to this, and I told you, my name is Bella. I'm nine years old. Try to tell as many people as you can so I can become famous. Like, please, 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 please. You being famous is completely up to you. I want to be famous. So you're going to And I don't to want be. that attention like, oh my gosh, look at me, I'm so beautiful. Not that kind of thing. It's like the good, like, not the good girl, because that sounds weird, but the person who's trying to help the world. Like exactly. that kind of famous. Mm-hmm. And I want to earn, and I've always wanted to go in America's Got Talent, not to be like, yay, I got a million dollars. Yes, but not in the way like, okay, I'm just going to go spend this on makeup, 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 nail polish, and all the things a girl would want. No. I want to donate to my church, animal shelters, orphanages. I want to donate to sick people. I want to go to children's hospitals 
and I want to give $100 to each of them so they can give it to their parents and they can buy them something special, like a Barbie dream house or Ooh. Barbies or stuffed yeah. animals. <laughs> or if they're sick and they're not in a hospital because they can't afford that, at least get them some medication. At least some Tylenol or Benadryl to make the pain go away. So your mission, if you had to say what it was, would it be to help? Yes, it'd be to help all the people that I can. Another part of my what I've learned in nine years, mm -hmm. not everybody is as lucky as we are. Try to help as many people as you can. I try to help me become famous. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. I was, it's always been my dream to become famous. Why do you want to be famous? So, I want to be famous, not like Miley Cyrus or Ariana Grande. Not the, oh, here, you can get my autograph. Sure, I'll sign people, I'll give people my autograph if I do become famous, which sounds really cheesy right now, but I'm being serious. If they really want it, I'll give it to them. I don't care. But Can I get your autograph after this episode, please? Fine, sure. I got my journal with me. Do you have a pen? Yes. Okay, good. Because <laughs> I don't. Um, but it's pink and sparkly. Thank you. <laughs> so. <laughs> when you become famous. Yes. So, so I really, I think that it's more of if you change your mindset to not if, but when and already believing that it's gonna happen. So when you become famous, you will help people. When you become famous, you will feel like this. When you become famous, this is your goals and your agenda and all this stuff. So changing, anytime you wanna say if, say when. So, give an example. Mom, if I have dessert, I should say when. <laughs> I couldn't think of a better example, don't judge. Dessert is important to me. It's delicious. I got a pink drink from Starbucks this morning. Yum. Delicious. My mom said it's delicious. Um, <laughs> all so right. So when you're famous. When I'm famous, I'm going to help as many people as I can. And this podcast, and I'm being serious right now, this podcast should inspire you. I'm not saying like, oh my gosh, I'm so cool. I'm an inspirator. This podcast, I hope it inspires you to help people. And that's not for me. It's for them. Sure, when I, if I... If I be, when, if slash when I become famous, I'll be like a star, hopefully, and I'll sign people's autographs, you know, that sort of thing, but it's not just about becoming rich and famous. Money isn't the way to happiness. Most times it's giving people happiness. That's the way to happiness. Like seeing somebody else happy, makes me feel amazing. I really hope that this world becomes an amazing place someday because there is good in this world and sometimes you can't really see that much of it. And I just hope that one day you can see that much of it and that it's not just a little thing in the background that you think, oh, happiness. I believe if you look for it, you, you can find, find it. it. Thanks. You owe me time in the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait, we didn't, you didn't ever sing. Oh, shoot. Okay. Um, All right, tell us what the song is. Like, what, okay, so what's the this isn't my own song, although I do write songs and I am an at-home author. I don't write books, but I, like, I read aloud. I don't have the book in front of me. It's not my book. I haven't published it, nothing like that. Mm -hmm. But I talk. 
I don't write it or anything. I just, when I have my alone time or when I'm someplace that's quiet or even when it's loud and I just want to get away, I talk. I just did my first book and it's called The Hunters. It sounds really corny because it's fantasy, but it's actually, in my opinion, it's nice really cool. Book. I told her about it. It's really cool. Thank you. Maybe if I do, when I do become famous, <laughs> I can hopefully maybe get a typewriter and write it for you. I mean, I wouldn't I would have a love, problem with doing that. I would love. I could sell so my much. art since I'm an artist. I could maybe if my mom gets your phone number, I, you could do more podcasts and maybe I could sing it in some of them. Yes. I just share all your gifts. You have so many talents. You're very, very wise beyond your years. So just keep tapping into that wisdom because it's all there. So this song. But the song is A Million Dreams from the Greatest Showman. So <clears throat> that's not it. Okay, here we go. I close my eyes and I can see a world that's waving up for me. That I call my own Through the dark, through the doors Through when no one's been before And it feels like home They can say they can say it all sounds crazy They can say, they can say I've lost my mind I don't care, I don't care so call me crazy. We can live in a world that we design. Cause every night I lie in bed, the brightest colors fill my head. A million dreams are keeping me awake. I think of what the world could be, a vision of the one I see. A million dreams is all it's gonna take A million dreams for the world we're gonna make However big, however small Let me be a part of it all Share your dreams with me Alright, we're gonna Beautiful. stop it there. Thank you. Beautiful. Well, hope you enjoyed the podcast. Thanks so much for your time, guys. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Lily? Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I really hope that I can help the people one day. So, again, please just try to spread word about me so I can help, okay? <laughs> and all the people, I don't know if you can subscribe to a podcast or something, but if you can like to a podcast, maybe if my mom gets Miss Lily's phone number, maybe she can read them to me one day or... I don't know, whatever. You can look back on this moment and sure. remember remember this beach day that we had together. Mm-hmm. But I hope you guys enjoyed. Yeah. So have a nice day. And look oh. for jellyfish in the ocean. Mm-hmm. Okay? That's my mission for you today. Mm-hmm. Look for jellyfish and be happy and spread joy. Okay. Goodbye. All the love. All the love to you. Yay. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye. Have a nice day. <laughs> I hope you've enjoyed the nuggets of wisdom that Bella offers. Children are geniuses. I truly believe. Like, they know what's up. They are unfiltered. They are honest. 
their joy is so accessible. Their imagination has no end. And it's so beautiful to witness how effortless it is for children to create something, to imagine, to play. Garen Jones says that adults are deteriorated children and also that the creative adult is the child that survived. We all have a child in us still. And that child has either given up on trying to connect with you because you've ignored it for 10 years, 15 years, but they're still there. And that child is who you go to when you are trying to find out like, okay, what makes me happy? What brings me joy? What do I enjoy doing with my time? Thinking back to when you were five, seven, nine, what were you doing? That's your answer. You as a child, you knew what it was that really lit you up. And it could be the simplest thing Go back to that. Look back at when you were a child to find the answers to your own happiness. And for me, it was always like I'd be 12 years old, go to a pool party and be hanging out with like the five-year-olds. I always gravitated towards children. But I think it was because children are not tainted by what's cool or what I'm supposed to say, what is like off limits to say. There's no filter. But I think the language of children does not contain words. It's just a level of presence. So it's a feeling that you offer this child. It's a feeling of safety. It's a feeling of security. It's a feeling of, I'm not judging you. I'm just here to have fun with you or welcome you into this space. It's that language without words that attracts me. It's a feeling. It's a deep level of presence that is offered and exchanged. And that's what happened with Bella. I was on the beach solo and then I witnessed this little girl and I could see how she was trying to make friends with some older girls and they completely like made fun of her and walked away and laughed whatever and I saw that and I just saw like yeah she just wants a friend she just wants to play she just wants to have fun in the ocean she's here on vacation so I go to her and I offer I don't say anything I just offer my presence I look at her in the eyes and she looks at me and she's like, okay, whoa, (laughs) like this person's looking at me. This person wants to like be around me. Okay. And then we meet and then she talks about her fear of jellyfish and not talks about it, like screams about it, which I also think is so commendable because it's like the emotional intelligence that is so present in these young children. They're not hiding what they feel. So literally just to like watch someone 
interact with their own inner world is like whoa it's like genius i'm telling y'all it's a genius situation i also remember a quick story about when i was in the movie theaters and this little boy was with his family and just came out of the theater and they're walking out and the family's like oh come on like let's go this boy is letting his imagination absolutely run rampant and he's crawling under the seats. He's doing certain things like going crazy. And I'm just looking at him like, yo, what if adults were doing that? At what age was it like, okay, you need to stop having fun. You need to stop doing things for yourself that bring joy into your own body. Because we have to care about what other people think. We can't be climbing under the seats at the movie theater because people are going to think that we're crazy huh and that just correlates to okay we care so much about what other people think but children don't and it's the coolest thing because you see a screaming child most people are like oh my god shut that kid up like these parents don't know what they're doing annoyed but for me, I'm like, oh my God, the emotional intelligence, the level of being so in tune with how you feel and expressing it with no hesitation is the most natural thing. But we shy away from it. And it's sad because maybe, just maybe, that's what we need is a big cry, a big screaming, rolling around on the floor cry in order for us to feel better. Children hold the intelligence. It's a matter of seeing them for their wisdom instead of their annoyance. It's like, what is this child teaching me about myself? What is this child offering? What is this child so in tune with that is foreign to me so much so that I see it to be annoying? instead of natural, instead of human. With all of that being said and all the little nuggets that Bella shared, I hope that you may begin to have a different perspective on children and viewing children and listening to children because I really believe they can teach us so much. Show us what is the most natural to us that we may be needing deeply to take note of the emotional intelligence that is so quickly drawn upon, the creativity that lies at the tips of their fingers anywhere they go. We see a box and they see a spaceship. It's like, yo, let's really actually put a little more respect on these young children they know what's up and yes it's just a matter of time until they may be replicas or echoes from their parents but I believe like if you can find them at like a sweet spot which they're all gonna be tapped into that own inner well of wisdom if you can get them in that level of authenticity 
and see what spews from their mouth from that point or what spews from their emotional center, their creative center, it's the coolest thing. And to connect with children, offering that deep level of presence, it's like, hmm, that translates. Like, how do we connect with our own inner child? Be still, be quiet, see what that child who's been tugging on your pants legs for 15 years saying, mom, 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 pay attention to me, pay attention to me. What that child has to say to you for ignoring them for 15 years and giving that child space, giving that child time and asking the child within yourself, how are you? How do you feel? I'm sorry, please forgive me. I love you, thank you. And what is also so beautiful about children is I think that we learn how to hold a grudge. That's not natural. I think it's natural to cry, to be upset at someone because they stole your crayon, but then that person says, I'm sorry, that person gives you a hug and then you're playing again. The forgiveness piece is so there. I could go on about children. I think they're the coolest thing ever. But for now, may you begin to see differently when you see children. May you begin to take note of their emotional accessibility, their creativity, and the way they express themselves authentically without caring what the table next to them thinks. It's like they're just being themselves. They're having fun. They're playing. And I think it's a beautiful reflection to think back to what it is that you used to do for fun when you were a child and begin to incorporate that back into your life so that you may see color again, so that you may feel joy because it's there, it's waiting for you. It's just a matter of going back to what that was. You got this, that connection with your inner child, like I promise. Your inner child is just waiting for you. It's never too late to connect back and ask yourself what it is that that child wants to tell you about how you've treated him, how you've treated her for so long. And that all that that child wanted was just your approval, your attention, your time. That child just wanted to be themselves and not be judged or shamed or put down. And then you walking alongside that child, you bringing that child with you will be the most rewarding, fun, ultimate experience. Because it's your own inner genius that you now take with you. And who knows what could happen from that point. All the love to you.